Walk This Way podcast with Pastor Randy Johnson. Welcome to another Thursday edition of Walk This Way. This podcast is a blessing to me to be able to share it with you. And I hope that if you have found Walk This Way on Google or Spotify or iTunes or any other of the countless ways that you listen to podcasts or even going to anchor.fm backslash walk this way, you can certainly find it there on the website that hosts this podcast, however it is that you're listening. I hope that you subscribe to it. That way you can get an update and a notification whenever something new is uploaded. These 10-minute segments that I do on Thursdays are a blessing to me, and I hope that they are to you. And so you can always look forward to getting a notification about Walk This Way on Thursday. Usually early in the week, I'll post one of the messages that I've been uh, privileged and blessed to be able to preach on Sundays at Columbia Baptist Church in Columbia, Kentucky. And so you can look for opportunities to listen to those as well, and I hope that they are helpful to you. Well, on this particular Thursday edition of Walk This Way, I have had several conversations with people through the week, and and that always helps me to generate some kind of an idea of something to bring to you to be an encouragement. And maybe this is just right on your radar today. Uh, Maybe it's not. Maybe this is something that you need to hear for something down the road. But the topic that I want to share with you today is one that's not fun to talk about. It's not fun to think about, but it is a blessing to deal with, and that is disappointment. I have said to my children, specifically to my daughter, that she needs to learn how to deal with disappointment because otherwise she's going to be a very miserable person. I've told her that many, many times. She gets disappointed, as we all do, about certain things that don't happen the way that she wants them to happen. Well, perhaps that's how you are. Maybe you like to make plans and you get disappointed when those plans don't come to pass. Or maybe you have dealt with disappointment of certain things in your life like job opportunities and you get disappointed maybe for a promotion you get passed over for. Or maybe you do get a promotion and you've been disappointed that it wasn't all that you hoped that it would be. But the kind of disappointment that I'd really like to share with you today is the disappointment oftentimes that we have in other people. Sometimes we can be a disappointment, and there's certainly some encouragement I want to give to you about how to deal with that, because I have been a disappointment to people over uh, my 44 years, and there are times that people are going to disappoint you. You're going to expect or hope or Imagine that they will act in such a way or treat you in a certain way. And when that doesn't happen, it's very easy for us to become disappointed and maybe even to lose some trust in that person that has disappointed us. But how do you deal with it? How does somebody deal with disappointment? How do we get past it so that it doesn't eat at us? How do we deal with some frustration in some other person, or even deal with the frustration that we feel in ourselves for disappointing someone else. How do we get past that? Well, it is not cliche for me to say, but the key 
foundation for dealing with disappointment has to do with our relationship with God. Let's just think for a moment, suppose you have been a disappointment to somebody. How do you deal with that? If you've been a disappointment to someone, the first person you need to go to is God. You see, if you've been a disappointment to someone, maybe you promised somebody that you would do something or you ensured that on your job that you would perform a certain function or behave a certain way or do something and and maybe you just didn't live up to the expectations of the job or or perhaps somebody asked you to do something and you didn't do it and and you feel terrible about it and they're upset with you. How do you deal with that? Well, again, the first place you need to go is in your relationship with God. You see, if we begin in our relationship with God by asking him, first of all, to forgive us of falling short and letting someone down, in the same way, we also ask God to forgive us when we disappoint him, when we let him down, and when we fail to be the person that he has called us to be. You see, in our relationship with God, he asks us to be a witness to someone, to be mindful to pray and, and bear the burdens of other people. And, and the Bible tells us to, you know, to be uh, joyful around others and to build them up and not tear them down. Well, there's lots of room for disappointment there in our relationship with God, things that he expects of us that we just don't do. And so when we find that we have disappointed someone else, we need to go to God and ask him to forgive us, first of all, for the manner in which and the many times in which we have disappointed him, but also ask God to forgive us for being a disappointment. And then we need to learn to forgive ourselves. Because you see, if God can ultimately forgive us of all of our sin, then as the Bible tells us that the blood of Christ will wash and purify us of all of our unrighteousness, if God is able and certainly willing to do that, then we need to be willing and able to forgive ourselves. We need to understand we're all human. Now, that's not an excuse to make as many mistakes as we can, but it is being gracious to ourselves in the way that God is gracious to us to realize that there are going to be times that we're going to let people down. There are going to be times when we are a disappointment and we cannot continue to carry the baggage of brokenness and disappointment and, and frustration in ourselves if God has ultimately forgiven us. So how do we deal with disappointment if we are a disappointment to that person? Well, once we go to God and ask him to forgive us, once we learn to forgive ourselves and realize that we are sinners and fall short, we need to go to the person that we believe that we have disappointed, and we need to confess that. We need to ask that person to forgive us for being a disappointment. The best way to do that is personally, one-on-one, face-to-face, not over a text message, not over a phone call, uh, if possible, not over an email, which you know those electronic ways are fast, but they're not that effective. That person needs to see our face. They need to see the brokenness in our eyes. We need to see their reaction, and we need to work it out one-on-one. And so I just want to encourage you, if you've been a disappointment to somebody, make it a point to go and talk to that person face-to-face. Make it a point to go and, and to share your brokenness with them. Now, turning the other side of the coin here, how do you deal with disappointment that comes from other people? 
Somebody has disappointed you. Perhaps you have expected something out of a personal relationship with that person, or maybe you have have expected them to act in a certain way or to do something for you or to support you in some endeavor, and they just didn't. And you've been hurt. And you've been disappointed. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a, a child. Maybe it's a co-worker. Maybe it's a friend. But how do you deal with that disappointment so that it doesn't eat you alive? Well, in the same way that we go to God in prayer when we feel as though we have been a disappointment to him and to others, we need to take that disappointment that we feel in someone else to God. You see, again, when we begin praying to God and we begin to unload that burden on him, because he tells us in his word to cast all of our cares on him, knowing that he cares for us. That's the, the Bible teaches us to do that. When we feel as though we have been disappointed by someone, we need to unload that on God. Because nobody understands feeling disappointment in sinners more than God does. But what is God's response to us whenever we are a disappointment to him. God extends grace. He extends mercy. He forgives us of our unrighteousness and our our falling short. And that's what we learn from him. So we begin in prayer by connecting with God in the same heart that he has for us. When he forgives us and he is gracious and merciful to us, we need to turn that grace and mercy on other people who have been a disappointment to us. The mistake that a lot of us make is we think, well, if I'm gracious to that person, if I extend mercy and if I forgive that person who has forgiven me, then I just become a doormat. I just become a person that gives them the excuse to hurt me in the future. And again, friend, that's because we misunderstand how God treats us. You see, in the same way that God not only extends grace and mercy, God also disciplines us. When we disappoint him, God also convicts us and draws us closer to him so that the next time we're in that situation, we won't do that. Whenever we have somebody who has disappointed us, we are able to and really obligated to go to that person and share the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness that we are extending to them, but also talk with that person and communicate our hurt. And sometimes with that hurt comes a lack of trust. And trust is earned, by the way. It's not just freely given. It has to be earned back. And so if that person has disappointed you, it's okay to let them know that that trust that you had, that you gave to them, is now a bit broken. And when they hear your heart on this, when they see that you're willing to forgive them, but you also want to work with them to rebuild that trust. Or maybe it's a it's a kind of a relationship where some distance needs to take place between you and that friend or you and, and that coworker for a time until you can begin to build that trust. That's not a bad thing. But as long as you're not holding on to that bitterness, as long as you're not holding on to that unforgiveness, that distance that you might put between you and that coworker or you and that friend for a short time. Uh, and, and for sometimes it, uh, some occasions, it may be kind of a permanent distance so that you don't open yourself up for that disappointment again. 
as long as you've forgiven that person and you're not holding on to it, that distance can help you to be more aware in other friendships and in other relationships so that you don't become that doormat and allow people to hurt you and disappoint you in the same way that that other friend or coworker did. So how do you deal with it? How do you get past it? It takes prayer. It takes grace and it takes forgiveness. When other people disappoint you, when they fail to act in the way that you hope and anticipate that they would, when other people say things that hurt you, when other people fail to do things that you've hoped that they would do for the benefit of your friendship or relationship, when a spouse or a child lets you down and doesn't act in a way that you hope and pray that they would, be gracious, be merciful, be forgiving, but also be wise. And allow the trust to be rebuilt if necessary and if, if, if appropriate and if applicable. Let the trust be rebuilt and communicate that to that other person of what will it take to rebuild that trust. But make sure that you let them know that you're not holding on to that bitterness and that unforgiveness. These are some things I've been thinking about today and, and this week, and I hope that they've been a blessing to you. If so, and if there's something that I can pray about for you, not only in this area, but in any area of your life, please email me. My email is randy at columbiabaptist.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what's on your heart. would love to be able to pray for you by name in any amount of detail that you'd like to share of what's going on in your life. I'd love to know about it. love to be able to encourage you. I hope that this was a blessing to you. Please like it and share it on social media. And I hope that it, that you have a great rest of the week. God bless.